bring the heart. It's time to get loud. Let's go! Because this is Betfred Super League. Bring it on. everyone and welcome along to a special edition of Eddie and Steve-O the podcast, sponsored as always by our friends at Betfred. So this week the Betfred Super League takes a breather as all roads lead to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in North London for the 2022 Betfred Challenge Cup final. And so I thought it would be fascinating to get an insight into what's going on behind the scenes and get the thoughts inside the two cup finalists camps. It's Wigan against Huddersfield, of course. And first up, I sought the views of Lee Breers, the Wigan assistant coach, six months into his new job, having left Warrington after 25 years' service at the back end of last season. So for Lee, it's six months now, and here he is in a Challenge Cup final. Did he ever think it could happen so quickly? Going to a club like Wigan, you you kind of feel that pressure straight away that, you know, you, you, you must try and get in these big finals so uh, even though I could feel that as soon as I joined to, to get one straight away you know it's like a dream come true but you know the boys were great uh, in the semi-final so thoroughly deserved the the, the place in, in the final Absolutely so uh, and as you say you've, you've left Warrington you've gone to a, a big club like Wigan do you, do you feel on a personal note you've proved that Warrington were wrong to let you go? Warrington had the reasons, obviously new coach and whatnot, and I had nothing to prove to to anybody but myself to make sure that you know I, I am a decent coach, and I've, I'm lucky enough that I've, I'm working with a great team at Wigan in in Matty Pete and and Sean Lachlan, and I'm adding, adding my my worth to that to that organisation. But I must I must admit the the quality players we've got at Wigan it's it makes my job a lot easier. You're working alongside Matty Peace, as you say. Now, he was an unknown to many of us before he was appointed. Just just tell us a little bit about him, because he seems to be Wigan through and through. He is Wigan through and through. You know, he's from a fan on the terraces to, you know, being the, the head of youth and, and all the academy up into the reserves and assistant coach. And so he, he knows what Wigan is about. And, you know, he's he's implementing in what how he thinks the Wigan team should play and you know he's very he's very smart he's Matt he studies the game uh, and his man management second to none and you know if, if he keeps going on this trajectory he is, he is already one hell of a coach as well he is just how does it work Lee because you, you mentioned yourself Matty Sean O'Loughlin and of course Sean Wayne is there as well it, it, it's quite a lineup, isn't it yeah so obviously with me Matt and Sean Sean Lachlan we <coughs> we do the day to day stuff uh, in, in the coaching and we all have our, our, our on our say on 
you know, offence and defence and how, how the team should be set up. Matty Pete has the last there being the being the head coach and, and then obviously you've got Sean Wayne who's uh, his role is about the leadership of the club so uh, you know, from commercial to, to mentoring our leaders and and, and and making sure that everything's going in the right direction. So there's a real good balance at the moment. We're working real well together. You are, and personally, you've received a lot of credit for the work that you've done already at Wigan. Commentators, podcasters, players, everyone, it seems, that mentions your name thinks you're doing a, a fantastic job. So on a personal level, you must be absolutely thrilled. Yeah, it, it, it's nice to hear, Eddie, but, you know, as as you well know, this is a team game and and we are a team and, you know, I'm, I'm just as important as Sean and... and and Matty and, and likewise they are and we all have our like I said we all have our, our ideas on how it's the game's meant to be played luckily that we all think along the same lines uh, but sometimes we don't agree uh, which is real good as well that's real healthy and we, we come to a, an agreement once we leave the office that we all agree on and, and we take that plan forward but well, listen I'm just part of a, of a great organisation and it's nice to be to be mentioned in those terms but I, I'm just a small part of have a good bit great organization what's you know going in the right direction at the moment listen you've always been a modest gentleman i know that but uh, harry smith you know he's blossomed this year uh, not just as a goal kicker and a, and a drop goal kicker uh, but all round uh, I, I fancy you've had a bit of influence on him well listen I, harry's always been a really talented kid i've watched harry since he's, he's been 13 uh, he's always been the number one player in his team and and he was always up in in the academy at Wigan as well, and, and obviously uh, England academy when he when he tore the Aussies to bits. And the problem what Harry had was uh, last year, he, you know, he had a bit of an injury with his shoulder. Well, it wasn't a bit of an injury; he had a he had reconstructive surgery on his shoulder at the end of the year. He was he's a young kid, 20 years of age, uh, and he was he was uh, put in charge of the Wigan attack, if you like, uh, which which didn't go right for for various reasons you know when you take Tommy Lulai out Jay Field Bevan French you lose a lot of strike power there and so there was a lot on Harry's shoulders and uh, you know I think a lot was put on his shoulders too early and, and that probably weighed him down and we just had to get Harry uh, you know playing again with confidence and believing in his ability and, and not put too much too much pressure on him uh, which is key as a young kid he, he knows the game so it's letting him play the game and, and not holding him back too much but also in saying that we he needs to understand the role that he plays in the team is, is really important so there's a mixture of things uh, but you know he's he's doing okay at the moment he's he's getting some plaudits and rightly so but you know only one game away from, from getting criticism again so we just got to keep working hard with him making sure he understands uh, how we the game let him play the game how he likes as well uh, and you know we go from there but he, we, we're we're kind of happy at the moment with him and we just got to keep keep letting him express himself in, in the way he, he should be able to well I bet you are happy with him because he's uh, as I say he, he's blossoming into the role and through to the Challenge Cup final now uh, beating Saints in the semi-final that, that's got to be the best the best result you've had so far yeah and you know we <clears throat> It was a, it was a great great win uh, in the semi final because obviously we, we played them two weeks previous at Good Friday and you know they beat us you know they beat us fair and square twenty two four six was it uh, so 
quite a resounding win for them. Um, so we, we knew that, you know, we, we put a great performance for 40 minutes, but that wasn't, is never going to be enough against a great St. Helens team. But in, in general, you learn a lot more in defeat than you do in a, in, in a win, in my eyes. And so we, we come up with a plan, uh, and obviously then give, give the lads a plan and they had to execute it. And I thought they executed it for 65 minutes absolutely perfect. Uh, saves are always going to have a say in the, in the in the semi-final, but we just needed to kind of hold them and hold on to them and not let them take it too big of a lead. Yeah, and the second half, you know, they they fought back and then you eventually got got on top of them. You know, the plan worked, so so well done for that. Looking back on, on your career in the history books, way back in 1997, you helped the Saints to the Challenge Cup final. Then you were left out of the match itself at Wembley when Bobby. Uh, returned. How did you how did you cope with that? Did, did did that sort of help you develop as a man and as a player and now as a coach? Yeah, well, obviously at the time you don't think that it will affect you, you know, twenty five years down the line. But it, it does at the time. You you probably well you are you gutted that you're not going to be playing in the Challenge Cup final. But you know, listen, I was I was uh, I wasn't colourable enough to, to think I was going to take Bobby Golding's place in the Challenge Cup final I knew my role was you know to stand in while Bobby was out so I had no problems with that yeah gutted that I probably didn't you know I was gutted more of that I wasn't going to go down with the team to Wembley uh, and you know to the hotels and whatnot. I was just going to go with the academy that's what I was gutted about that's why I ended up leaving it wasn't that I wasn't going to play I understood that but yeah you use that that uh kind of disappointment to fuel you don't you you know you don't ever want to be in that situation again but you know we we always speak about the squad it it takes squad effort to win the big games and those, we're going to have disappoint, disappointed players this week uh, but they need to understand that you know the bigger picture for us to win is that everybody is in, on the same page and training as hard as you can to, to help prepare the 17 what play and and that's the experience what I will be drawing on and, and telling them exactly the same which I have done at my previous clubs. So if someone is left out for Tottenham at the weekend, you will you'll have all the armory behind you. You'll be able to tell them how to cope and how to deal with it. Yeah, hopefully can give them some some good good advice and hopefully they take it on board. Listen, it's going to be there's going to be some very disappointed people this week because we've got a fully fit squad. Uh, well, I say fully fit. We're nearly fully fit, so there's going to be disappointed players, of course. But it's it's how you react as a player to to how how well your culture and your your team philosophies are. Well, you know what it takes to win the Challenge Cup, of course. 2010 against Leeds, 2012 against the Rhinos again. Um, what will you be What will you be telling the the 17 who are going to take to the field at the weekend this week? Well, it's about you know not playing the occasion. It's a massive occasion, isn't it? So you you need to be in the moment, playing, you know, taking every minute as it comes, and and and, and that's exactly what you've got to do. You've got to stick to the game plan, be calm, you know. And and it, but also enjoy enjoy the the moment. It's a final, enjoy it, take it all in. But you know, making sure that you're you're in the moment. And it all goes so quick. You're right to to just to try and be able to relive the memories later on in their careers. A, a week after the semi-final victory, you face Huddersfield in the Super League. Uh, now, look, I think this was a bit of a phony war, wasn't it? You know, so, so many players missed the game. Um, you shouldn't be worried by the defeat that Huddersfield gave you, I'm sure. 
Uh, no, I don't think it'll stand for anything. You know, they probably went a bit stronger than what we did. But, you know, it's going to be, you know, I, I reckon there's our cards are kept to our chest on both teams. And it, it, it won't matter really about that result. It's a, it's a different competition, a final. And, you know, it's, it's two good teams, really good teams going up against it. It should, it should be a cracker of a game. It should be. Uh, and that, that win in the, in the league, it, it showed, for Huddersfield, it showed the strength of depth that you both have. And, and certainly at Wigan, you've got some great youngsters coming through, haven't you? Um, should any of them have to play in the final? You won't be concerned about them, I'm sure. No, and that's correct. Uh, you know, we've got some really good youngsters coming through and we won't, you know, Wigan has always been renowned for, you know, playing whoever, if you're, if you're good enough, you're old enough. Uh, so we know that if we had to call up at anybody, we've got some fantastic kids there who will just step right in. How do you see it going? Because Huddersfield will provide a challenge, won't they? You won't be underestimating them I'm sure no not at all you can't underestimate them you know, there's no place for complacency they're a quality team Ian Watson's got them playing outstandingly well they're really good attacking side they know what they, they do and they do it really well so we, we'd have to be on our metal it's going to be a tough game it's a, anybody's game like finals are anybody's game so we need to make sure our preparation's right this week and and going fully focused to, to get the job done. And you're obviously enjoying this new challenge, but what would it mean to be part of this coaching team to win the <clears> cup <throat> so early on this journey? Oh, listen, it's it's just another a notch, you know, to, to tick off. It's whether we win it this year, next year, or whatnot. It's it's all about you know winning. It, whenever that comes, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but like I say, there's a long way to go before we can think about winning. We need to make sure that we we're in the moment and and not thinking too far ahead. Will you personally be able to enjoy it, you know, or will you be a little bit nervous as you you must have been as a as a player before a, a massive game like this? No, I'll, I'll totally enjoy it. It's uh, as a coach, you need to get your preparation right, your videos right, and and once you've done that and you've took, ticked every box, well, it's over to the players, and you can't really do any more than that. And it's making sure that we are composed and we're cool and we're calm and we're not playing the game too early, and making sure that we're saving energy for that big game. Does it matter it's not at Wembley, that it's at Tottenham? I mean, it's new ground and it's a, a new challenge. It's a, a brand new stadium. It'll, it'll be a fantastic occasion. Yeah, that just adds to it, doesn't it? Because it probably wouldn't go there again. So it just adds that, you know, we could be the only team ever to win at Tottenham Hotspur. Fantastic. What what a thing to, to put on your, your CV. And yet another notch on the old belt, Lee. Look, I said before, uh, will you be able to enjoy it? I'm sure you can. And that's the most important thing. Go out and enjoy it and have a fantastic afternoon yeah thanks Eddie uh, definitely will and only way you have a fantastic afternoon is if you win indeed so indeed so Lee all the very best and uh, thanks very much for joining us it's been a pleasure no worries thank you there's a great cup tradition at Wigan no club has won the trophy more often than them and so Lee and everyone at the DW Stadium is looking forward to the occasion as they are no doubt at the John Smith Stadium in Huddersfield Ian Watson, their head coach, is just 18 months into his job of trying to steer the Giants back to their former glory days. He's a former Welsh international teammate of Lee's, and so he too is looking forward to the big day on Saturday. And after a fantastic performance in the semi-final, when they blew Hulkingston Rovers away, now for the challenge of Wigan. But can they do it again? We'd like to hope so, and it'd be a great day if we could do. It was a, Obviously, it was a great performance that day, and the team um, did everything that we'd spoken about and uh, applied the pressure to LKR which obviously ultimately got us the win so hopefully we go about the same um, same things in the, in the Challenge Cup final and get the result again 
Absolutely. I'm sure you're doing all your homework now um, and you won't be giving us your game plan, but uh, <laughs> are, there any, are there any weaknesses in this, in this Wigan team, do you think? Oh, every team has strengths and weaknesses. It's obviously for us to make sure that we, we execute what we want to do and our plan to make sure that we, we open up them weaknesses. Obviously, Wigan will be looking at us and thinking we've got weaknesses and they can open, open us up and we've just got to make sure that we're at our best to make sure that they, they don't exploit ours but we exploit theirs. You've been at Huddersfield just 18 months. How big an achievement is this for you personally to get to a final in only your second full season in charge? It's big because of probably the the history of the club as well, and obviously with with the owner, with Ken being here, and the way he speaks about the club, and the amount of time and effort he's put into the club over the years. You kind of want the club to be successful for Ken, and you want Ken to experience the the good days. And so, yeah, it's, it is it's, it is big for us to to come in and reach Challenge Cup final for the second year. It, it's a big step forward from where we were last year. Absolutely, and you mentioned Ken, Ken Davy. I mean, he's yep. he's one of rugby league's gentlemen, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's an outstanding bloke, to be fair. He's, he's really interesting listening and talking to him about things that he's been through in his career and things he's faced as well. And he's been down and spoke to some of the boys about things like that. And he spoke to all the boys before the semi-final about how much it means um, for the club to be involved in the semi-final and to be to be getting to a final if we could achieve that. Um, and he, he speaks really proudly um, of the club. So, like I say, it's it, you want to do you want to do really well for Ken. I'm sure you do, and you you would want to have done that from day one. But I mean, let's be fair. 2021 was a difficult year. I'm sure. How yep. disappointed were you that things didn't go quite as well as you'd hoped from from minute one? Because you, you finished ninth in the table last year, didn't you? Yeah, and it was a really slow start, to be fair, but. Like like life, not not everything goes smoothly, and you get a few bumps in in the road, and not everybody's always on the same page. And I think probably what happened at the start of the year, obviously I I was in, I was brought into Huddersfield because there were issues, um, because the team obviously wasn't doing so well um, the years before. So coming in, obviously it was about assessing what was wrong really and finding them issues and making sure that we fix them issues going forward. And I feel halfway through the year we got a real good take of what all the good young lads um, were about and what they wanted to do and what, what they wanted to achieve and they really kind of kicked us on there the last 10 games I think we won 6 or 7 out of 10 um, so that was a really good kind of period for understanding the club and understanding what we wanted as a team and where we wanted to go to the rest of it was about fixing up what we what we felt the issues were and I feel like we've done that really well this year in some of the terms of the personnel that have come in very much so I just wonder personally did you ever have a nagging doubt? Did you ever doubt your own ability to achieve what you want to do at the John Smith Stadium during that last year? You, you, you look at everything, you kind of analyse everything, and when things are not going well, you probably overanalyse a lot of things. And the, the big thing for me was that I knew that what processes we wanted to get in to be able to make the team successful. It was getting all the players kind of on board with that and being able to strive to achieve the same things. And I think what I felt when we got to Huddersfield was that there was a lot of individuals very very good individual players um, but not necessarily a team um, who played together and played to each other's strengths I think now we, we play to each other's strengths we understand each other um, and we're a lot better for that Well no one should have doubted you if indeed they did I mean look at your record recently 2019 Salford to a grand final a year later Salford to Wembley and the, the Challenge Cup final 
did you, what lessons did you learn from, from those experiences and, and what have you taken with you to Huddersfield looking back on those two defeats knowing what's coming this weekend so the, f- the first year when we took over at Salford um, obviously we managed to manage ourselves out of the eights obviously after Yestin had left and then we changed the team a little bit and that team we felt had built a, a really good base the year after now we ended up in the million pound game and everyone talks about the million pound game but that team actually wouldn't have been in the million pound game except for having the points deduction from the salary cap which was breached a few years before that that actual team would have sat in the top eight so we felt we was going in the right direction we just had to navigate getting through the the million pound game as such um the following year after that we kept more or less the same group of players we we added a couple of players to it we went to a semi-final of a challenge cup final um and we finished fourth in the league that was the where we started to believe into our processes that it was the right thing to do Obviously, then we ended up facing a situation where we had to sell players. Players were cherry-picked off. So we ended up having to go back into a rebuild stage, which we probably struggled a little bit, um, to be fair, throughout that year. And then, obviously, we rectified that later on in uh, um, 18, at the back end of the year, by bringing Joey Lussick and Jackson Hastings across. Um, And then, obviously, the rest of it's history on the back end of there. But you learn from every opportunity that you face. And I felt probably myself and the coaching staff understood a lot about how to do the processes by them couple of seasons, more so than what happened in 19 and 20. Um, We kind of understood what it took to be able to be a playoff team and what it meant to be um, um, a semi-final team and getting to Challenge Cup finals and Grand finals we felt we got a real good grasp of what it was and we still live by a lot of the, the methods now uh, myself and Greg Brown that's what we kind of brought to Huddersfield along with our assistant um, S&C Carl Potts um, we watched it we've really focused on the process and how we go about training and preparing for games Fantastic what, what, what do you say Ian to, to clubs and supporters who appoint a new coach and things don't go right you know they're obviously fans they are fanatics yeah. Uh, the board the board can also be at times a little bit impatient what do you say when things don't actually go quite right in the rapid timeline that they would want you know how, how do you calm the nerves down oh it's it's more of understanding the process and understanding where what what you what you're trying to achieve and what you're trying to develop so not, not all the time do you, do you come in it's, I always focus it more like a business You when you open up a business you don't just come in and start making a million pound profit a year you, you might break even that year and you've got to go through the processes uh, and, and build them as you go forward to be able to be successful but likewise you've got to understand each other individually and collectively as a group so if the individuals don't see eye to eye then you're never going to get a team performance so the key thing is making sure that you get the right people in and then building in and around that and then obviously the rest of it takes care of itself if you've got good people in um, who are willing to work hard and willing to compete then that's your that's your base which you start off and then over time you'll get it right not everybody's um, you, you look at Warrington now and Daryl's been well regarded as a, a really good coach over the years all of a sudden he's not just lost the way he coaches or changed the way he coaches he's got a belief but he's got a new set of players which he needs to get on board with the style of play that he wants to play and the way that he feels would be best for the team absolutely patience as they say is a virtue uh, listen yeah. a week a week after you qualified for the challenge cup final you beat wigan 
in Super League. Yeah. <laughs> do, do we read anything into that? I've, I've just spoken with Lee Bree as your old Welsh international <laughs> teammate, uh, and, and I said to him, this is a bit of a phony war, wasn't it? You, you, so many changes for both of you, but 32-22, great performance, quite a win for you. Yeah, it was a great performance by our boys, but yeah, read nothing into it. I mean, Frazier and Matty P will, will probably tell, yeah, read into it, and they'll be talking to their pack <laughs> saying, yeah, we had a full strength back out, and they beat us with a different change of lineup as well. So they'll be using that as a little bit of motivation. But for, for me, it was it was just a different game that day. It was just about getting the performance. You've seen probably a couple of tired teams as well. I know we made quite a few changes and the lads that came in, you could see the difference in their energy levels and the way that they went about the game compared to a few of the guys who had played the semi-final um, the week before. So, yeah, I think di different different game. The, the, the cup final will be a different game, different probably tactics as well and different personnel. So, yeah, everything will be different on that one. So I'll probably read nothing into that one. No, I, I think everyone who's wise will say, well, let's just see what happens at Tottenham this <laughs> yeah. weekend. Uh, yeah. Look, Wigan, Wigan haven't won the Cup since 2013. Uh, 20, uh, 2009, Huddersfield lost to Warrington. Um, yes. that, year, that, that, that year they beat the Saints in the semi-final it can happen can't it it can happen yeah yeah. well hopefully we keep Wigan losing <laughs> <laughs> and we get the win it's, that's what it's all about it's about their going there and getting the win I think uh, like I said we went with Salford a couple of years ago and being on the losing end especially to a one point loss um, to a drop goal wasn't the nicest place to be after a game there was a lot of emotion flying around after that game and a lot of upset as well because people so it's a big opportunity to, to get there and then take the opportunity is massive so we want to go there and win I'm sure you do because you, you have joined the club with a glorious past as you so rightly say six Challenge Cup wins in all uh, I was only just born when they got the last one, 1953. You were a twinkle <laughs> in somebody's eye. Yeah, that a long time, time for me. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, but it, it is a club with a glorious past, and I'm sure, you know, that that is motivation as well. It's been a long time, as they say, yeah. between drinks. Yeah, well, we, we've spoken at length about um, the team of all talents, um, so and how they kind of managed to um, dominate for a long period of time and that's what we, we want to do and that's what we said as a club and as a team that's what you're always trying to emulate you're trying to emulate the teams of history and um, the successful teams who've, who've won trophies and held them for a long period of time so like the Saints at the moment they're the most recent team who've created a legacy for themselves over the last few years what we want to do is we want to create our own legacy where the team of all talents isn't the only team Huddersfield kind of can talk about they can talk about the team of 2022 and onwards very much so and uh, as I said this is the club's first final since 2009 but this year I mean look at the names you've got uh, Tui Lola here Theo Farge yeah. Ricky Lutelli Josh Jones Ollie Russell now Jermaine yeah. McGilvery they're match winners they're big big game players people are saying we're going to go in down there and they'll just walk all over you you know think again think yeah. again yeah they're outstanding players in their own right you you look at Tui, um, Tui came across to Leeds and then he came to Salford to us um, through that year and ended up playing the grand final and I still believe if Tui hadn't come to us that year I, I still don't believe that we get to the grand final without Tui and then year after Challenge Cup final Tui involved again he comes to Huddersfield with us this year now and we're competing again for a Challenge Cup final and hopefully competing for silverware at the end of the year as well and it's, it's players like Tui that make a massive difference but it's it's not just about what you see is their attack and how good they are at flair but it's the work ethic you see in day in day out with Tui at training and the way he, the way he adapts himself to the team to do the right things for the team in 
defence and attack, whichever he's needed to, he'll make sure that he puts his best foot forward. And all the other guys that we spoke about there, Ricky Latella, Chris McQueen, Chris Hill, Tio Fage, they're all the same. They're all about team first. They're not about themselves as individuals. They've, they've not got no ego. They're about themselves. Uh, they're about the team, sorry, first. First and foremost. And you've got the, some incredible youngsters as well. I, I've mentioned the name of Ollie Russell. I know that you think that perhaps your youngsters aren't quite getting the recognition from elsewhere that they, they might deserve. I'm thinking about the England Knights selections. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. I, I, we've got Ollie Wilson. It's phenomenal at this moment in time for a, a young front rower uh, making his way in the game, um, along with um, Owen Trout, Matty English, um, young Sam Hewitt, who obviously played so well against Wigan um, last week. And then you've got Oliver Russell, um, you've got some of the young, young guys with Innes and Lewis Senior as well so one thing that I knew about Huddersfield is they had a really really good youth system really well led by uh, Andy Keller um, and them young players just needed to be to be bred through into the first team but they needed the right players to kind of show them how you go about things and I believe Chris Hill's put people under his wing and started showing them how you go about things same with Luke Yates has done with some of the other guys and Jermaine McGilvery and Leroy Leroy Kudjo's phenomenal he's outstanding as a, as a bloke and somebody who kind of tries to get the younger players to, to come through the right way and show them what it takes to, to prep and, and prepare to play at the highest level Fantastic. I mean, you, you know, you mentioned all those names, and it's no wonder you're you're a Tottenham for this final. Now you're up against your old Welsh teammate, as I said earlier, <laughs> Lee Breers. Um, any message for Lee and for Wigan? Oh well, what's it? We we just need we're going to just focus on ourselves. But I know Lee will be trying to <laughs> try, trying to run pickles. He'll, he'll be looking for anything. There's any bit of motivation will will Lee and Matty. So yeah, we'll just focus on ourselves and let Lee worry about unpicking us because I'm, I'm he's been doing a great job this year along with Matty as well. And it's going to be great just to have British coaches involved in um, a Challenge Cup final with myself and Luke Robinson, and then you've got Matty P and Lee Brears as well. So British coaches. Um, competing for the famous kind of challenge cup on what we've grew up on so it's going to be an outstanding occasion i'm looking forward to it here here to that by the way young british coaches great to see you all there at the final personally a win on saturday afternoon i mean you're already recognized as a fantastic coach ian you know i'm not, I'm not blowing smoke up your backside or anything like that but you were you were recognized already but personally what would it mean to win I'll be massive that's why you do everything it's to win it's, it's not to just get to a final uh, my, my thing is I want to win and I, and I want to win as much as we can as well and you're not just happy with we, we got to the final the other year and, and, and we spoke myself and Greg Brown after that game and just saying that we come here again and next time we come here we win we don't lose because um, this isn't nice of what we're facing now so hopefully we, we go back and we get the win Oh yeah, it's a long way home if you've been beaten, yeah. isn't it? A long yeah, way it home. Is. Yeah, just but, a bit. <laughs> what, what about a, what about a message to any Huddersfield fan listening to this? They'll be dreaming oh. of the victory too, won't they? Yeah, they, they've just got to get behind us. Do what they've done this year. They've been outstanding. The, the numbers have been getting bigger and bigger every time we've been playing, and hopefully we can we can get to Tottenham and we can have thousands of Huddersfield supporters there. We we know that the football town uh, team might be there if. if um, for the playoff final that weekend as well so could be an absolute massive weekend for Huddersfield as a community and just get everybody there and get behind us and the support matters to us as well So because I know Wigan will have a, a fair few there so yeah we, we need to get Huddersfield fans down there and support us to a, a good victory and if it happens Ian the start of something big 
Yep, I, be I believe so. This is the we said it after the semi-final. This is the first step for us. This is what we spoke about when we first come in and what we wanted to build to. And now you can see it's kind of developing. And what we want to do is go keep going on and go bigger and better all the time. So get this Challenge Cup final now and then move straight on to the um, grand final and playoffs and see where we can get on there and then just keep building every year basically. Fantastic. You've got a great you've got a great attitude, you've got a great ambition. Enjoy the occasion. Will you be able to? Oh, I don't know if we win or will. <laughs> so yeah, not while the game's going on, it'll probably be a bit nerve wracking. So yeah, hopefully we do enjoy it after the game. Ian, been great to talk to you. Thank you for giving us your time and uh, all the very best indeed and uh, I'm sure you'll be shaking hands with Libri as one way or the other at the end of the yeah. match. Yeah, lovely. Thanks. For, lovely to speak to you, Eddie. Thanks very much. So there we are. The scene is set. Tottenham on Saturday and glory for either Lee Briers or Ian Watson. Thanks to both of them for taking time out of their busy cup final weeks to talk to us. May the best man win. Next week, we are back to normal on the best podcast about rugby league knocking around. And we'll get Steve-O's verdict on the final and a lot more besides, I'm sure, when we catch up with him 12,000 miles away in Australia. Until then, from me, it's goodbye and thanks for listening. <laughs>